This is a contemporary conservative.net podcast. This is another episode of Conservative Conversations with your host, Reed and Frank. How you doing, Frank? I'm doing very well. How are you, sir? Not too bad, just staying warm. It's finally getting above freezing temperature here where I'm at in Ohio. Uh, it's been below freezing temperature for like three weeks straight. Uh, so hopefully uh, it stays warm for a little while. Yes, it's starting to warm up here too. The snow's finally starting to melt. It's a little easier to get out and about and uh, get around. Yeah, I noticed uh, there's a bunch of snow uh, along the side of a path I've kind of treaded out, taking the dog to the bathroom. That's uh, getting all sloshy and kind of messing up my path. <laughs> but anyway, as uh, I'm sure a lot of us have heard last week, uh, the Senate voted to acquit Donald Trump of the impeachment charges. Uh, I believe a 57 to 43 vote. Yes, um, that's what I recall. Yeah. Sounds right. And as usual, we can name some of the Republicans that voted to convict. Oh, yeah, all the Mitt usual Romney. suspects. Yep. The squishes, as we call them. The squishes. <laughs> yeah, Mitt Romney's definitely a squish. I'm hoping, I think uh, you kind of mentioned this earlier, and I agree off air you did. Um, and we can kind of use this as a point of moving past Donald Trump. Oh, I certainly hope as, so. As we usually would with each new president. But, yeah, you kind of get sick of talking about the old guy, don't you? Yeah. I'm, uh, I mean, I didn't hear that much about you know George Bush when Obama was president unless people were you know complaining about his uh the his, wars his wars yeah yep, the war exactly yeah yep. i think but that's, that's the only thing well you were talking about how obama didn't necessarily in the obama era you didn't necessarily hear too too much about george bush other than the war and i think that's true i mean i think that the obama administration tried to blame him a lot for the war but other than that context Nah, you didn't really hear. I think they're all buddy-buddy, you know, the Bushes and the Clintons and all all them. Right, yeah. I guess I really don't have that much to say about it. <laughs> Other than hopefully we can move on. I mean, I'll miss uh, Trump's policies. Um, you know, and some of the humor he brought to uh, the presidency. I know I'll miss that humor. Yeah, because Joe yeah. Biden has his own sort of humor, but it's almost sad. Creepy. Well, yeah, I mean, yeah, there's yeah, definitely an element of creepiness to it, but I think there's a lot of sadness to it, too. I mean, yeah, I heard him definitely. say a joke where he asked, supposedly he asked his wife every morning, where are we? You know, and you'd be nice and you say, you know, uh, he can't believe he's in the White House. Sure. But... Uh, 
you get a sense from Joe Biden that maybe he also doesn't know where the hell he is in the morning either, you know? <laughs> right. Yeah. He just wakes up and says, Jill, where the hell are we? <laughs> where are we? <laughs> I mean, when he was on the campaign trail, he didn't know what state he was in half the time. Well, and you know, that... To be fair, though, that happens with a lot of them. They do so many, so much travel, and they're talking about big rallies six weeks from now, two weeks from now, and where they are today, and where they're going. And, you know, I could see how it could, you could get lost in that, but um, sometimes you think that's where you blame their staff, really, is you, you don't smack it across their face and say, we're in Georgia, you know, <laughs> welcome to Georgia, you know, when they get out of the van. They ought to know where they are when they're talking to people. <laughs> right. True. We'll miss old Donald John Trump. And I'm glad he was acquitted. Yep. Well, so tell me, now that that's done, though, I mean, what, what's some other things that's been going on that uh, has caught your eye, so to speak? Have you seen some um, interesting headlines recently? Yeah, um, one of the big things I keep hearing about, um, people are talking about is the $15 minimum wage. And, oh, yeah. Um, I think that's kind of a big deal, because a lot of people will just agree to it because it sounds nice. Everybody would like to be paid more, right? Right. Always. Sure. But the idea of a federal minimum wage is uh, not very practical because, you know, take somebody in San Francisco. $15 there is not going to go as far as somebody who makes $15 an hour in Mississippi. So, I mean, who are you helping? You're not really helping the people in San Francisco by inter in implementing the wage. And so, and besides that, there's a whole bunch of other problems with it. Uh, you know, especially small businesses. We always talk about the small businesses. You know, it's a common trope that they're the, uh, you know, the backbone of the country. But there's some truth to it, because you can't be a big business unless you're a small one at first. I mean, it's very seldom. I'm sure. Somebody could find one somewhere, some big business that just came out of nowhere big. But it's it's rare. And the yeah, and the small businesses, if they're all of a sudden, well, I'm, and I don't think the plan is to make it all of a sudden. I believe the proposal is to have some kind of gradual increase over the next couple of years. But still, if you have a small business that pays everybody $10 an hour and they're being told they have to pay 15 Well, where's the money just going to all of a sudden come from? It's not like the business can start forcing people to utilize their business to bring in more money. So well, they you could have to raise their prices, yeah. That's what I was about to say. They're going to have to either raise the price of the cost of the goods or services, which can drive customers away, or 
they're going to have to reduce or completely fire employees. And that employee just went from, you know, potentially already, let's say, $14 an hour to, well, that's a little close to 15 So, well, I mean, I just said they're paying, being paid 10 They went from $10 an hour to nothing. Well, I think I have a good example here. I mean, I, sure, I have it. a friend, you might know him quite mm-hmm. well, even, who works at a small company who maybe employs about maybe five people a year, you know, plus the owners and the investors. So maybe a little more than five or a little less, somewhere around five, not a big. And uh, this gentleman started there at minimum wage at the time. I think he's been with the company somewhere around four or five years. And at the time it, it was minimum wage. I think it was 725 still. I don't think it's changed that much. Well, I mean, we might have to look into that, but I think that's also true. I don't think the minimum wage has changed much. He got raised to 725 and it's kind of stayed there for a while. As I, So I think this person started there 725 but stayed with the company for five years as i say and now they're already up uh as i understand eleven dollars or more at this time so i mean that's about a dollar's increase per year um and just to artificially raise their wage by another i mean whatever the difference is 275 or three dollars or whatever you know we're only talking about not not that much for somebody in this case. And usually, like you say, there's a staff reduction involved. So you're talking about a staff of, let's say, maybe five or seven to a staff of four to six or something. Somebody's got to go. Something's got to be cut somewhere. Right. And um, what about, I, I know somebody else, just one other example. I, I hadn't thought of it a second ago, but I did while I was talking. I know somebody else who started their position at 15. It's that corporation's policy that that is their minimum wage is 15 and has been for a couple of years. This person's been there and they started at 15. Now they're a little above 15, not much, but they're a little more above 15 now that they've been there a year or two years. And what about them? You know, everybody else's wages are going to be raised across the board, but this person is locked into what the corporation allows. You know, I mean, this this help isn't going to help them, and they're only just above the level where they would be affected. You know what I mean? Yep. And that sort of goes um, to another point I was going to make. You know, if you have a restaurant, um, one of the most important employees you have is the cook. Because you can have all the servers and all the bussers and the hosts and all the dishwashers you want. But if you don't have somebody making the food, there's no, there's no point in all the rest. So if you're paying your chef $15 an hour... And then somebody at the register, $10 an hour. And all of a sudden, the register person gets $15 an hour. Your I mean, cook's how's not going to be happy. Gonna feel? Right. Yeah. Right. 
I'm, it's, and sort of to go exactly with what you're saying, a lot of businesses already pay more than $15 an hour. Right, right. So, and that kind of... Well, I've seen, of, of course, yeah, I've seen some of the liberal memes on the left and from friends I know. You know, I don't really have a Facebook account, but I have a shadow account. And I see people complain, and they say this, they address this on the left. Do you know, have you seen these? Where they say, you're not angry that you already make 15 and somebody else is about to start making 15. You're angry that you're worth more than 15. And maybe you're realizing that somebody's screwing you. They're doing that whole Marxist, what? you're getting screwed argument. We're getting you screwed. Play that game but don't day. you see? Don't you see? We're getting screwed by the minimum wage hike. That's what oh. screws everybody at a higher wage is the minimum wage hike. Not we're not just getting screwed. We've actually been rewarded. Yeah. We we've doubled our salaries in some cases. We've more than doubled our salaries by merit and by experience and loyalty then you just wave a magic wand and double everybody's wage no you, you're not doubling everybody's wage you're doubling really truly you're just wiping minimum wage jobs you're wiping jobs that can be done for seven dollars and 25 cents off the face of the earth they'll never exist again right well that's Goes to yet another point. I, I was, you can make more arguments against the minimum wage, I think, than you can for it. And here's another one: there really shouldn't even be a minimum wage, because no. as I already said, a lot of people are paying more than whatever the current minimum wage, and and more than the fifteen dollars minimum wage that they people want it to be. Right. And there's no reason why I shouldn't be able to pay some 13 year old to come by for three hours a week at five bucks an hour to organize my display shelves or whatever some such yeah some such little silly yeah. thing right i mean it's like grass cutting i mean imagine yeah. if it takes the guy an hour i only charge him 15 bucks i know some people who have yards that are, are a lot of work and they'd usually pay the kid 20 or 30 but if we're going to get into that kind of mentality, I mean, can I just stiff the kid? I literally just put the stopwatch on and say, oh, you know, I'm going to times your 37 minutes by 15. <laughs> I feel like you're going to have more people being sticklers than uh, being kind and actually getting things on merit and... Right. Earning and deserving these wages. Well, as a lot of people say, minimum wage jobs are where, where you start. That's that, It's supposed to be a floor. That's exactly right. Yeah. That's why the minimum wage should be a wage. You get paid for a job. <laughs> okay? Yep. That's the minimum wage. You get paid for a job. Now, what you and the employer agreed upon... That sort of is 
up to agreement, isn't it? It's maybe a contract yeah, issue, but no but one's I don't saying know. you have to take a job that's five dollars an hour. If right. You think if, that work is worth more? If you're gonna argue duress, I mean, that somebody puts a gun to your head and says, yeah. "Come, fucking mow my lawn, and I'm only gonna pay you a quarter an hour." Yeah, right. and that's duress, man. That's direct duress. But if you just say, "Oh, I have bills I have to pay," everybody has bills. That's not duress in the same sense. You can't just argue such yeah. kind of like "I'm under duress" kind of bullshit. No, <laughs> no, right. And um, you know, if you raise the minimum wage, there's sort of admitting it didn't work the first time. Right, right. If you have to keep Oh, gosh, it. that takes me back to something. I don't even know how to tie this in, but it's like the idea of the whole unfixable problem. You know, war on poverty, war on terror. The unfixable uh -huh, yep. problem, you know. Uh, we're just fighting the war on poverty for 50 years. Well, the lowest wage will never be enough because it's always going to be the lowest wage. Right. So you just keep cranking it, keep cranking it, and then somebody says, "But it still is the lowest wage in the market." So they crank it again, and they say, "But it's still the lowest wage in the market." <laughs> it's madness. And that's how you cause them price inflation and all, at least all sorts of problems. But yeah, nobody wants to believe it. Well, nobody's read Adam Smith in our generation. That's the problem. <laughs> Right, that, that too. The wealth of nations, man. I mean, it talks about it. The, the the white hand of government, or whatever they said, the light hand of government, where government's not supposed to just, like, you know, the complete opposite of right now, they're not supposed to manhandle and fist and finger everything. They're just supposed to be sort of more like hands off, but it's, it's just like is a very light touch the light touch of government not what they do where they set every price they 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 the invisible hand they're the the invisible hand yeah but seeing this what they do today is they're the buyer of every contract they're the backer of every contract they're the litigant in every contract they're the judge in every contract they everything is government 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 and, and we're just going closer and closer and closer to that Instead of getting further away from it. Has there been anything on your mind lately? Well, in a similar sense, you know, I've been thinking about, I saw a couple of things, you know, the student loans, they've been talking about, we've all talked about before. Joe Biden talked about it on the campaign trail, as I recall. You've had people like Elizabeth Warren pushing for this very hard. And then also, I just woke up this morning in the first you know, headline I'm hit with is uh, Joe Biden's going to put together a commission on reparations or something to that effect. And that's an idea that they've all kicked around before. You know, people like Sheila Jackson Lee out of Texas and that, uh, El uh, what's her name, Norton, Eleanor Norton out of D.C. You know, these types of people push, 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 push on the on the reparations, and they say he's going to consider that too. 
I don't know. So you think about things like that. You think about the minimum wage, the student loan forgiveness, the reparations, the all these things of piggybacking a $22 trillion debt. I mean, say that 10 times fast. It's $22 trillion debt. $22 trillion debt. <laughs> $22 trillion debt. Yeah. <laughs> and we're going to forgive 10000 in student loans. I mean... I have some student loans. You and I both graduated roughly at the same time. And, uh, you know, I mean, those things are a, a headache. And uh, ten, writing off $10,000 of my student loans would be very nice. Sure, I mean, I don't like the guy. I don't agree with it. But if $10,000 comes off my loans, very nice. I mean, I'm, I don't know that I will literally complain about that one not that one maybe about a bunch of hundred other thousand things that are you know adding on to the national debt but probably not that one so much because i'll get a personal benefit but you think about the minimum wage and you think about reparations and you think about all these other silly dilly things uh, he's put all these people on an eight-year path to citizenship. I'm sure you saw that headline. I mean, you just start thinking about all these things, and, you know, that's why we're not liberals. Right. I mean, I get what you're saying um, about the student loans. I mean, I mean, I would be glad to have that off my plate. Um, it's certainly not a policy I would vote for. If it's something I could vote for, surely. Um, and I would probably, you know, I, I, I'd complain about it as you know a political matter, but I'm not gonna call up my center and say I don't want you to wipe my slate clean. You know, <laughs> sure. I'll just shake my head, move on, and say, well, at least I don't have to worry about that. Well, as we have with you know, a bajillion other programs. You know, you think about these right. prisoners on death row who are getting sex changes and the military guys who are getting sex changes on on our dime. And, I mean, just the idea of some of these guys on death row never getting the electric chair, just living there forever on our dime. And I could go on and on and on and on and on and on. So, yeah, I mean, something that directly benefits me Wow, of course I'm not going to complain about that one. I'm going to complain about yeah. all these other things that get piggybacked into the national debt that I do not agree with. Well, I mean, not to, and Well, I think that's sort of the trick here, though, isn't it? I almost feel like I am agreeing. I don't. But I'll take the money. You know? Right, yeah. I mean, I don't think they're really going to give you much of a choice. Well, I think that's very fair to state. Hey, how about just as a for instance, do you think they'll do anything like raise the interest on the remaining balance or some kind of... you think they'll try and uh, more aggressively pursue uh, people with the balance or that type of thing? Do you think that could be in the cards following a, a slight appeasement? Uh, I don't really know because... I guess it could depend on what kind of loan you have, because if it's not a fixed rate, I can certainly see them doing that. Because I have, I believe, two different loans that have different interest rates. 
So I guess if they're going to raise them, they would both go up unless they're sitting some minimum interest rate. I love their minimums. Yeah, the minimums. Mandatory minimum sentencing. Mandatory... Uh, uh, minimum wage. Yeah. Uh, I'm trying to think of the one with the retirement. Um, minimum... Uh, what do they call it? Minimum retirement age? Something? I don't know. Oh, hang on, hang on. Hang minimum on. required... Distribution. It's something... It's a... MDR, MD, something... Something like that. But yeah. MRD. Minimum required distribution. Yeah, because... Some of them are fixed like that, like you were saying. Like where the dis- the distributions are sort of like scheduled. Where like $2,500 is going to come out each quarter every year. And it's going to add up to ten grand every year. Right. But see, that's why some of those people on, on pensions get pinched. Because ten grand. They might be set on a schedule like that, and ten grand might not mean so much in a hundred years, or however, thirty years, whatever's yeah. reasonable. Because of inflation, inflation like right now, gas is getting up there, and it's gonna keep going up, 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 up. Mark my words. There's a there's one of my uh, predictions. <clears throat> Hey, we'll have to review. Maybe our big fans out there happen to know, but uh, we made some predictions back on the new year. I wonder how they've come out. I don't know. Hopefully uh, they'll let us know. I kind of forgot what I said. Yes, and maybe we'll follow up in the next segment. Yep, in the next episode we'll go back and look at what it was and we can report. Yes, report it to the people because they want to know. Oh, real quick about uh, some, you know, with the uh, student loans you were talking about. Um, I think you'll have a hard time getting passed because um, I haven't heard for sure, but uh, I don't think certainly a lot of the Republicans are going to go for it. But maybe uh, Joe Manchin, I don't think he would agree with it. Because he's already iffy on a 15 minimum wage. I heard he supports an $11 minimum wage. But at the same time, he has stated he thinks it should be left up to states to decide. So based on those sort of principles, I don't think he'd go for it. If it's going to get done, it's going to have to be some kind of big executive order no, uh, not as I understand. Well, if I've read everything correctly, I think it's all going to get bundled into the next COVID relief where we all get direct payments and everything. I, I think it's all going to be bundled. Now, you don't have to mark my words or anything, but sure. that's what I've read. If that's true, um, they're going to be fighting over passing that big bill then. I don't know because the direct payments. I mean, don't you see? That's like the opium for the people. Everybody wants their direct payments. And if it's all bundled in, you'll have piggyback stuff. You'll have people who want their $10,000 relief. They'll want their direct stimulus payments. They'll want their reparations. I mean, just imagine. Just 
I'm just kind of going over the things we've already discussed, but you bundle all that up together, you get somebody voting for three things all at once. I mean, I feel like it'd be pretty easy to start separating stuff out of this bill then. Because then Joe Manchin would be able to go back to West Virginia and he would be able to say, well, didn't you want your direct payment? Well, yeah, but I didn't want, you know, reparations. Uh, well, they came together and I, I made my voice heard in the Senate and I, you know, spoke for West Virginia. But um, at the end of the day, these direct payments, see, I mean, they'll just piggyback everything on the most popular aspect of the bill. They'll literally be able to say I to mean, somebody, well, didn't you I mean, want sure be the X, Y, or Z? And the person will say, yes, I wanted that. And they'll be able to say, well, that's why the bill passed. Well, we'll have to see how it goes. Yeah. That's for sure. I'm afraid of what they'll bundle still... in there. Hello, listeners. Unfortunately, our recording got cut a little short due to some technical difficulties. But nevertheless... We hope you enjoyed this episode. Uh, please leave a comment and a rating wherever you listen to your podcast. And visit our website at contemporaryconservative.net for more content.